0: liberty, and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
1: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Trump says once the coronavirus pandemic eases, his administration will have the U.S. economy back up and running as it was prior to the onset of the crisis.
2: We're going to do it again, and that's what we're starting. And I view these last couple of days as the beginning. We're going to build the greatest economy in the world again, and it's going to happen pretty
3: fast.
1: The president speaking to reporters on the White House lawn prior to departing for Arizona. He will stop in Phoenix to tour a Honeywell plant that's making a 95 respirator mass. The president has stayed close to the White House since mid-March. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy released a plan Monday to reopen the House amid the coronavirus pandemic.
0: The top House Republican, along with Oklahoma Republican Tom Cole, who's a ranking member of the House Rules Committee, and Republican Rodney Davis of Illinois, offered four strategies as part of the plan. The Republicans said that the House should modify its existing practices and structures to allow the chamber to reconvene amid the pandemic. The Republicans also said physical distancing to reduce density in the House should be expanded. And they suggest assessing house office buildings and possibly creating temporary barriers like plexiglass dividers to help physical distancing in areas where it is difficult to achieve. Bernie Bennett in Washington.
1: Also at townhall.com, there's more evidence of just how hard the U.S. economy has been hit by the coronavirus. The
2: service sector where a majority of Americans work tumbled into contraction territory for the first time in a decade last month. The Institute for Supply Management Service Sector Index fell to 418 compared to 52.5 in March. And any reading under 50 signals a contraction. All major categories dropped sharply last month. Rich Thomason reporting. The
1: stocks are higher on Wall Street in midday trading. The Dow is up nearly 400 points and the NASDAQ 179 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage
4: that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender. Which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. A reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at UnitedFaithMortgage.com.
5: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Nova Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer access.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
6: Ringing liberty and truth, we're Freedom 1570. Whether you're listening on the smart speakers, because you're at home right now, maybe you're listening on your smartphone. If you download the Freedom 1570 mobile app, it's a great way to listen wherever you happen to be. We're also on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. Like It Matters Radio is next. Forecast-wise, could see a scattered shower today, mid-50s, 45 tonight, then partly cloudy, 63 for tomorrow. We're Freedom 1570.
3: My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But, man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their
0: life like it matters. Like it matters radio with Scott Black. Weekdays at 11 a.m. here on Freedom 1570.
5: by dialing 800-319-3687. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-319-3687. 800-319-3687. 800-319-3687.
3: Be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, we're talking about that elusive... We're talking about the medicine, uh, the antidote for what ails us. And you know what that is? It's called courage. It's called courage. You know, one of the qualities of a leader, I'm a leadership trainer, you know, in, in, in times of despair, you go to what you know. The Bible says that a, a dog returns to its vomit and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to a mire. Uh, and I always joke with people, why does a cat meow? Because it's a cat. Why does a dog bark? Because it's a dar- dog. It's innate. Uh, and in times of despair, we go to what we know. Uh, I don't know if it's a proverb. I've heard it a long time ago. I've been saying it since then, but I'll make it a proverb. Uh, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Amen. When you go, when you get someone's back against the wall, you kind of know who you got. You know, that's the old wounded bear thing. You want to find out how powerful a bear is? Wound it. Wound it. And you better be able to get out of there pretty fast because bears are pretty quick. And Ouch. climbing a tree ain't going to help you either. Right? So, you know, when your back's against the wall, your innateness comes out. Your your baseness comes out. And that's why you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And we are in the time of pandemics. Notice the plural. Notice the plural. There's not a pandemic. There are many pandemics. Yeah, one of them's called the COVID-19. Another one's called fear. And again, I absolutely believe that there is a, a virus, a bat virus, most likely created in a lab in Wuhan, China, most likely, could have came from one of those wet markets, Not a giant. but it's a bat virus. We used to do the research in 2014, Google, it, you'll find out, but then we were worried it was too dangerous, could create a pandemic, so we outlawed it, and then we started subsidizing China to do the research. <laughs> that always makes good sense. So... The, the pandemic, though, is, is, is we're fighting these forces. There's a forces out there that this is all about power. And we'll, we won't worry about that right now. But I, I want to just encourage you. Notice the word, encourage. Do you hear it? I love words. I'm an etymologist by trade. Encourage. It means to put courage into somebody. That's what it means. And so I to read some words written by Robert William Service. Uh, I love poetry. It's a good poet. Today I opened wide my eyes and star- stared with wonder and surprise to see beneath November skies an apple blossom pier. Upon a branch as bleak as night, it gleamed exultant on my sight, a fairy beacon burning bright of hope and cheer. Alas, and I, poor foolish thing, have you mistaken this for spring? Behold, the thrush has taken wing, and winter's near. Serene it seemed to lift its head, the winter's wrath I do not dread, because I am, it proudly said, a pioneer. Some apple blossom must be first, with beauty's urgency to burst into a world for joy athirst, thirst, and so I dare." And I shall see what none shall see, December skies gloom over me and mock them with my April glee and fearless fare. And I shall hear what none shall hear, the hardy robin piping clear, the storm king gallop dark and drear across the sky. And I shall know what none shall know, the silent kisses of the snow, the Christmas candle's silver glow before I die. Then from your frost gemmed window pane, one morning you will look in vain. My smile of delicate disdain, no more to see. But though I pass before my time and perish in the grail and grime, maybe you'll have a little rhyme to spare for me. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about courage. Now, here's the cool thing about courage, because I teach courage. Uh, I teach people how to find it, how to live it. Uh, I, I create very uh, situational leaderships that uh, experiences that squeeze you, that put some pressure on you. And, and when people come to my classes, I always tell them, my desire is not for you to, to diminish the stress in this room. That's not, You're not going to use stress-reducing techniques like defying and being silly and stupid. Nope. What I want you to do do is learn how to function in a high level in a stressful environment. And see, there are three zones in life. Comfort zone, beyond that, it's called a zone called fear, and beyond that, it's a zone called panic. And I always tell people, I can give you fear's address. Fear is right outside your comfort zone. Now, there have been thousands of identified fears, thousands. Uh, I mean, you can Google it, uh, all kinds of fears and phobias all over the place. But psychologists posit that we're only born with two innate fears. I mean, when we come out of the womb after we spent nine months living in a womb, because life begins at conception, so after nine months living in a womb, as we're coming out, we're screaming, it's birthing pains, it's scary, it's all this, we're crying. Why? Because we became comfortable in that womb. It's a comfort zone. It's warm, it's cuddly, it's, we're taken care of, we're fed. Uh, all that's taken care of. And see, that's our comfort zone, where we we live in it, it's comfortable, but let me suggest in real life, outside the womb, although, man, depending on the color of your skin, if you're in the womb, your chances of getting out of the womb, whew, are not that good today. So it's not that comfortable inside that womb, because I'm not sure what the percentage is, but many never make it out of the womb alive. But think about this, many of us never step outside of our comfort zone alive. See, our comfort zone really can be a, a coffin, a tomb. See, right now there's a comfort zone in America that let's all just stay home and self quarantine. Let's all just stay in our houses. And man, I talk to people all over the world and totally different experience. I talked to a guy yesterday in the Twin Cities and called him up, we hadn't talked to him uh, in a few months, uh, and asked him what he's doing. And he went into this whole thing about his uh, expansion of his house. He's doing this, and they didn't do this in the closet and do this. And, and for five, ten minutes, he went on about this. Expansion that he's doing this, and that the the builder had to wait a little bit. Now he's gonna have to do more because they found some mistakes and all this. And I'm like, wow, Uh, I've talked to people that are losing everything that are friends of his that I know that can't make a money. They have uh, they do catering and they they do events and weddings and all that, and all shut down and uh, high bills, the, the mortgage still there, and all that, and wondering how they're gonna survive. And yet this guy was talking about expansion and how, and so when I asked him how he was going, all I heard about him expanding his house. Wow, interesting. See, we're all having different experiences. Some of us are dying on the vine. Some of us are being paid to stay home. Some of us get to work from home. Some of us are making more money on unemployment than we were working. So for a lot of people out there, why not stay home and have the government pay us? But, you know, what's keeping us home is fear. Politicians afraid that if one person dies from the coronavirus, they lift the thing, then oh my gosh, they're going to be attacked. And you got leaders that have to take chances. They have to step out. And so outside that zone called comfort is a zone called fear, and it's an acronym. It is false evidence appearing real. Uh, I think it was FDR said the only thing we have to fear, is fear itself. Uh, and fear plays a big role, a big role because it can shut us down it could create chemical response in our body it can send us to hospital thinking that we're having a, a heart attack and so true leaders learn to function outside that zone called comfort in this zone called fear and so today on like it matters radio we're going to talk about courage because courage is not the absence of fear by definition if you think about it the word itself dictates that you can only have courage in the presence of fear. And there's a lot of things to be afraid of. And might I suggest one of them is to live in fear and not live to your potential. So I am Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Throughout our history, it's America's love and strength, not its fears and doubts that have paved the way and paved the road to victory. Together we'll emerge from this chapter of Hardship and all of those
7: deaths of such great souls and such great people with new unity and resolve. Are people.
8: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
2: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are
6: change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 25th through the 27th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
9: Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com where every deal is a steal.
4: details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
1: Viruses come from China like shortstops come from the Dominican Republic.
8: I wish that I could go to Target. It's been a few weeks. I'd spend a couple hours shopping. Buy something I don't need last night i dreamed i went to starbucks i heard him say welcome back and i woke up and drank a bad cup of coffee through a homemade mask and now i'm sad quarantine life quarantine life
3: welcome Get back to like it matters, matters radio radio, radio like it matters inspiration quarantine education life. and application that was matthew west love that song quarantine life, life. and uh, you know He's a songwriter. He's written a song about everything. And how to, uh now there's all these quarantine life songs and COVID-19 songs. And you know today we're talking about fear. And by the way, on Thursday show, uh we're going to laugh. We're going to laugh because uh, we need to we need to move through the fear and sometimes we have to laugh in the face of fear. And so we're actually going to have a graduate of mine and a funny man Jeff Justice who teaches humor in corporate settings uh so he's going to be joining us on Thursday so we're going to we're going to have a good week we're going to laugh a little bit and you know uh in a minute uh, I'm going to play you a clip not yet but I'll let John get ready for it uh clip and it's John's from 30 to 56 seconds just fast forward to 30 in a minute uh it's by Dr. Yeeling Dr. Yealy. and he's a uh, he's head of uh, emergency medicine I think it is at University of Pittsburgh and why because you know <laughs> there is a virus out there, please hear that. However, uh, it is not as deadly as we think. I just for the first time uh, found out what somebody I know uh, got it. Now this guy has a compromised uh, immune system and he's, he went to the doctors and they test him, came out negative three times and he was driving home. They said, oh, it came out positive. So he, he's okay, but he's, he's self-quarantined now, but he has a a, a compromised immune system. See, see, what's really hitting us uh, is, is this fear, and this fear is being fed by uh, falsehoods. And I don't, I don't know if people are intentionally falsifying things or just, you know, never let a good crisis go to weight, you know, the coward Pivens rule, whatever it is. But there are great many things that we've been led to believe that, that are true that aren't. I, I got this in my email from Dr. Kennedy. He said, uh, for example, did you know that Napoleon Bonaparte was not short? He was actually slightly taller than the average French soldier. Soldier, How about this? Did you know that Marie Antoinette never said, let them eat cake? It said here she was only nine years old when that phrase first appeared in Rousseau's writings. Or how about the great Chicago fire? Did you know that Mrs. O'Leary's cow did not start it by kicking over a lantern? A newspaper reporter made up that little piece of fake news, thinking it sounded more colorful. And so it's out there all the time. We've been hearing that this, this uh, COVID 19 is so deadly, so deadly. And so on Laura Ingram, they had Dr. Yealy, who's not a Trump guy, who's not, he's a scientist. We keep hearing pay attention scientists. He's a doctor running emergency systems for University of Pittsburgh. We play that 30 second clip.
4: Right now, many of you hear alarming death rates. We've learned that way more people, far, far more, have actually been exposed to the infection without any knowledge of it. So the true mortality rate of COVID-19 from those estimations would be about 0.25%. The doctor went
3: wow. on to note. this. That- wow. 0.25%. And we'll cue that up in a minute, John, to play that next clip at uh, one fourteen on. Uh, so that's what I'm telling you. Something's going on here. Something weird. There's all this attack, but it takes courage. Uh, and, and it's hard to step out it's hard to be a leader at these times the word unprecedented you might want to look it up that means never before happened the World Health Organization uh for the longest time even after this China knew that it was it was communicable that it could be passed from person to person kept saying that nope can't be passed from person to person can't happen I mean and yet now we know why are we why are we you know separating ourselves out I mean it doesn't it's weird you know Whenever have we had healthy people quarantine themselves? And and think about this one. This is what's so weird, that we're making healthy people stay home, but we're letting prisoners out of prison. Uh, I mean, in California, they released seven sex offenders, released them from prison uh, because of COVID-19. So now we're going to take people who've been in prison, who have no money, who can't take care of himself, who needs psychological counseling uh, and rehabilitation, and we're going to throw them out into the world where they can't get counseling, where they can't go to support group meetings, where they're – I mean, it, it's weird. Something strange is going on here. It, it's, it's called the elephant test, and I got this right off of Wikipedia. The elephant test refers to a situation in which an idea or thing is hard to describe, but instantly recognizable when spotted. The term's often used in legal cases where there's an issue which may be open to interpretation, like this COVID-19 thing, such as the case, and they go on to say a case of Cadigan Estes Limited v. Morris. When Lord Justice Stuart Smith referred to the well-known elephant test, it's difficult to describe, but you know it when you see it. And, and there's something weird going on. By the way, a similar incantation used, however, as a rule of exclusion was invoked by the concurring opinion of Justice Potter Stewart in Jacobellis List v. Ohio uh, in 1964. And he was talking about an obscenity case. He stated that the all obscenity except hardcore pornography, Stewart opined. I shall not today attempt... Further, to define the kinds of material, I understand to be embraced within that shorthand description. And perhaps I could never succeed in intelligibly doing so. But I know it when I see it. And the motion picture involved in this case is not that. That's the elephant test. There's something strange going on. Play that second clip, please, John.
4: I know that many have gone through the same basic data and calculations that I have. And recognize that the initial estimates used case fatality rates. In other words, how many people died from people who had known infections and symptoms. We want to know how many people had a death who had any infection with the virus because many people don't experience any symptoms at all or so minor that they don't report them.
8: And we have this.
3: That's stunning, if you think about it. So my wife, Val, says she thinks she got it in December. Her her and Benaya were sick. Uh, I don't get sick that often. But her and Benaya were sick. I would bet you I have antibodies for it. Uh, I would bet you. And again, we're supposed to be prepared. We're supposed to be safe. And again, please hear this. I know there's a real virus out there. I know uh, that about a 100,000 people are going to die from this. I told you they're going to have to get that number up to a 100,000 or there are going to be some angry people. It's it's like the hurricane scenario. When, you know, a Category 5, Category 4 hurricane's coming, they clear everybody out and they're to force everybody out, and then it misses. And you know what the big fear is? The next time one comes in that path and people tell them to get out, they're not going to get out because the last time, Uh, And so this is, I think, part of this is social conditioning. How quick can they shut the world down? And look how quick the world was shut down. Look how quick everybody fell in line. And and now there seems to be this huge conflict, this huge conflict that, uh, you know, that there's this battle. And by the way, that's what fear is. Fear is about conflict. If you get it. Remember I told you there's only two innate fears that s- psychologists posit that we're born with. Uh, and I had a, a listener actually text me. Are you going to tell me what they are? Sure, I'll tell you what they are. I was going to keep your way. John told me, wait, don't tell them till tomorrow. And then tomorrow, tell them, tell them Thursday. No, I'm just kidding. But the two innate fears are the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Those are actually the only two fears, supposedly, that we are born with. Everything else is major BS. You know what I'm talking about? Not the stuff in Texas that you step into the pastures. Not that BS. I'm talking about belief system, and see, fears about conflict, internal conflict. We're fighting with ourselves. We're fighting with that voice in our head. Remember when I tune into what's going on in my head? I ask myself, Is that me? Is that God? Is that the devil? Because only any one of the three have any value. And and God, our Father knew this. I mean, I've been I was studying in Joshua today. And Joshua, you know, when Moses uh, wasn't going to make it in the promised land and, and told Joshua, you're going to take the people in the promised land, Joshua 1, 6, uh, 7, 9 says this, Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause the people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Again, he says that. Notice, be careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or the left, that you may good have good success wherever you go. Have I not commanded you? Here it is again. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I got to be honest with you, uh, I know the Lord my God is with me wherever I go. If I'm dying from COVID-19, it's already written. God's already written. There's no emergency meeting in the Trinity. See, Joshua had assisted Moses uh, throughout the Exodus. And now he's entering a new phase in his life. Sound familiar? New phase. And the life of the Israelites, is bringing him in the Promised Land. Over and over, God tells Joshua, Daddy tells his, his son, be strong. Be courageous. Be strong. Uh, LNGY. In her book, Education, under the ch- ch- uh, chapter titled, L- Lives of Great Men, chimes in with, the, what, with what the world needs. The greatest want of the world is the want of men, men who will not be bought or sold, men who are, their inmost souls are true and honest, men who do not fear to call sin by its right name, men whose conscience is as true to duty as the needle to the pole, men who will stand for the right though the heavens fall. I'm telling you right now, God commanded Joshua and he's commanding us to be strong. Be strong. And you got to have courage. And see, this zone called fear, it's false evidence appearing real. You know, if you're driving, don't do this. But if you're capable, put your right hand out in front of you and cup it. I want you to imagine you have a freshly cut lemon in your hand. And you can put up to your nose, smell the lemon. You see lemon juice dripping off the side. It's everywhere. It's a freshly squeezed lemon. And you put up to your mouth and you bite into that lemon. Now, some of you right now are making a scrunchy face. Your salivary glands are excreting. Your tongue's filling up underneath it with saliva. Gross. Why? Yeah. But why is that happening? There's no, there's no lemon in your hand. I just had you imagine it's false evidence appearing real, but your body acted as if. And that's how our mind works, and that's how it treats fear. It acts as if. So what we're going to do in the next two segments is go through how you overcome fear uh, and actually live your life like it truly matters. So I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
8: I want to leave my house. I want to touch my face. Oh, it's just another day in this quarantine life. Quarantine life. Quarantine life, quarantine life, Friday night toilet paper shopping online, it's long
2: This is Jeff Keaton with Renew Nation. Join me and Dr. Josh Mulvihill this Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. for our Rescue Your Children webinar. If you're fed up with what your kids are being taught, learn what your options are. This Thursday at 2, register at RescueYourChildren.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Whoa. Look at all these options.
0: You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include freedom1570.com, our free app at radio.com.
8: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
2: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. change the
6: course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 25th through the 27th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
3: Amen. Brother Ray, Charles, I think uh, John said it was Slash, and uh, what is it, Billy Ray Dupree, I think you said? <laughs> hey, I got it right. Billy Preston. You know, God bless America again, but you know. Uh, his mother, Teresa, that said, uh, God, uh, God would never give me more than I can handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. I learned a long time ago, God will give me more than I can handle. So I'll get on my knees and seek him instead of thinking I'm the one that's doing it. And, uh, I really think that's what some of this has been about. You know, remember there's neurological levels. Dr. Robert Diltz showed us five neurological levels for the longest time. And in 2004, roughly, we added the six neurological levels. Uh, and if you want to know what neurological levels are, you can Google them or you can go to many of my shows. I've talked about neurological levels. I'm not going to go in depth on this one. But the bottom level is environment. Right, That's capabilities. Above that is belief system and values. Above that is identity. And right above that is spirit. And spirit was added in 2004 because we got to realize that there has to be something above us, whether you believe in the God of the Bible or not. Uh, there's a bigger reason. Uh, always a thing. bigger reason. And so it's the thing, as Biden said, he's still looking for the thing in his basement. And boy, his numbers are going up when he shuts up when no one can hear him talking. <laughs> people like him more. Boy, I, I wonder if that's the same for me, John. If I just shut up, people like me more. <laughs> you never know. You never know. And I'm not going to test it to find out just so you know. But, you know, uh, we got to realize that we have this comfort zone uh, and, you know, we exhale and stagnant in that comfort zone. And we step out in that zone called fear. It's false evidence appearing real. And the only power that fear has is the power we give it. And once we learn to function at a high level in a stressful environment, then it becomes our brand new p- comfort zone. Uh, beyond that zone called fear is the zone called panic. It's called panic. Now, here's the key to life, to keep pushing your comfort zone. Uh, Dr. Susan Jeffers years ago wrote a great book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It's one of my favorite books on fear. It's more tailored toward women, but men. I'm going to tell you, I haven't read a, a better, more concise book on how to move through fear. And she says three levels down, fear comes out with a simple concept that I can't handle it. And once you realize that you can handle it, then you can feel the fear and do it anyway. See, fear is nothing more than a chemical response. See, the the, brain, uh, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And those three chemicals are based on three things, and one of them is what you're thinking about. And so these chemicals make us feel things, sick to our stomach, butterflies, anger, resentment, shutdown, panic attack. And so the key to life is keep pushing your comfort zone. So what used to elicit fear now becomes familiar. And what used to elicit panic now just creates a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, it's. You just got to learn how to put one foot in front of the other. You know that, right? Remember, when Santa Claus is coming to town. You know, John. I think they forgot. Why don't you remind them?
1: But will it last? I really
0: am a mean and despicable creature at heart. You know. It's so difficult to. Really change. Difficult. <laughs> why, why look here, changing from bad to
8: goods as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. Boy, that song you
3: wasn't written for COVID-19 days, but you kind of think it is, right? Put one foot in front of the other, and, and soon you'll be walking out the door. And you know, it's going to take to move through this fear. And you got people who are afraid. And you know, let's be honest, power loves uh, dependence. You know, everybody, you know, every god uh, has subjects, uh, and every god demands a sacrifice. Uh, And my dad used to say I was on my own at 16 years old. He he beat on me one last time, and then when I didn't respond, he told me to get the the effety blank out of his house, and I was free at last, free at last. So on my own at 16, but I never went back to my dad's house, ever. I lived in my car on the streets of Las Vegas, L- slept at uh, Eiferman's Gym on Sahara. Uh, uh, I would sleep there. I'd go work at Western Home Healthcare where I'd take care of elderly people and I'd take care of them in their home. Uh, and then when I was done, I'd go to Eiferman's Gym and park my little uh, Chevy Nova uh, <laughs> in a parking lot. Uh, I had little uh, little nutritional puddings I'd keep in my glove compartment, uh, and I'd eat them with the tongue depressor, and at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'd get up, I'd go to Eiferman's gym, work out, take a shower, and then I'd go to my ROTC drills at UNLV. Uh, that was my morning. I, I lived in my car uh, after I got out of the Army, because I went in at 17 years old in the Army in 83, went to Fort Bliss, Texas for my boot camp, uh, 91 Delta, uh, and I would rather live in my car and then live under my parents' roof. Why? Because just like the government. If you're going to live in daddy's house, you're going to follow daddy's rules. And so it's great that uh, Nancy Pelosi now wants to give us all uh, guaranteed income. Uh, but man, when you're, you're, your paycheck comes from the government, the government tells you when you go, when you don't go, when you can leave, when you can't leave, who gets to go out of the house, who doesn't get to go out of the house. Everything's depositing your account electronically. Well, if they're not happy with you, I don't think we're going to deposit that now. You know, the old joke is, you know, everything's in the cloud. Everybody's got their books in the cloud, their, their money in the cloud. Everything's in the cloud. Here's the question. What happens when the cloud's mad at you? How do you get your stuff?
2: I'm the always boss. wonder
3: about that. How do you get your stuff when the cloud's mad at you? I, I wonder. I
2: don't know.
3: Me neither. And I thought about that. I thought about that. And so you got to realize, you know, America, history is replete with people who had the courage to put one foot in front of the other. You know, as the song says in the chorus, uh, you will n- you'll never get where you're going if you never get up on your feet. Come on, there's a good tailwind wind blowing. A fast walking man is hard to beat. If you want to change your direction, if your time of life is at hand, well, don't be the rule, be the exception. A good way to start is to stand. You know, Charles Goodyear, spent years wanting to overcome rubber's problems and he only succeeded by mistake goodyear did various powders to dry up the stickiness of rubber but to no avail everything kept melting these expensive experiments pushed his family into debt and resulted in jail time for goodyear yet even in prison goodyear was undeterred from his goal some called him a madman kind of like they called trump According to a biographer of Goodyear in Reader's Digest, he walked into a general store in Woburn, Massachusetts to show off his rubber products. This time, the rubber had sulfur in it to act as a drying agent. Goodyear got so excited that the rubber flew out of his hands and landed on a hot stove. When he examined it, he noticed that it did not melt, but instead charred black. After poking and prodding, Goodyear also noticed that it still had the springy surface texture of rubber, the gum elastic it was known for. Goodyear had made rubber weatherproof. Now, there is another version that tells a different story. Goodyear absentmindedly turned out the lights to his makeshift lab and spilled his vial test tubes containing sulfur, lead, and rubber onto a still-hot stove. The result was the same, a charred rubber-like substance that didn't melt in extreme heat. After testing and freezing temperatures, Goodyear finally succeeded in reaching his goal, and it only happened because of a careless mistake, but he kept putting one foot in front of the other. And by the way, after many patent battles, Goodyear died in massive debt, just so you know. He didn't start the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Nope, it didn't happen. The American company was instead uh, named in his honor. Life, Goodyear wrote, should not be estimated exclusively by the standard of dollars and cents. I am not disposed to complain that I have planted and others have gathered the fruits. A man has cause for regret only when he sows and no one reaps. You know, I disagree with some people out there that think that Donald Trump is all about himself. Yeah, he's an egomaniac. Yeah, he's a lot of things, just like a lot of us are. Absolutely. But, you know, he wants the best for America. He has put America first. You know, there's always this conflict and climax. You know, there's, there's always a conflict in the story. It's usually the element that gives direction to the story. Typically, it's comprised of two opposing forces. Remember I said fear is really about conflict. And you got four levels of conflict. You know, if you talk about stories or in real life, right? you got man versus man. Conflict of this nature involves characters having opposite desires and interests. Don't you see it? you got the Democratic Party that wants to, back in office. They're going to destroy Donald Trump. I mean, remember, he was a Russian agent for three years, and now we realize the FBI lied, they conspired. I mean, it's all coming out. Notice how no one's reporting it. No one's reporting. For three years, all we heard was he's a Russian spy, and now we're finding out just how illegal all the activity the FBI did to to remove a duly elected president with the insurance policy that Strzok was talking about. But no one seems to care. There's man versus nature, kind of what we're dealing with right now, too, right? This type of conflict has a protagonist in conflict with an animal or force of nature, like a pandemic. Now we're also seeing man versus society, right? I want to go out there and work so I can pay my house payment so I don't lose my house, uh, so I don't lose my family, so we don't lose everything. We haven't had income in over eight weeks. No government help, no nothing. So man versus society. With this type of conflict, the protagonist will stand against the whole of society. Look what Trump's doing. And then man versus self. Ah, that's the inner fear. That's the one that tells us to shut up and sit down, when we should stand up and speak out. This type of conflict stems from the main character's inner struggle. There's usually a theme of selecting between two options, such as good and evil, or logic and emotion. But here we are in the world facing two options. We can either stay, sheltered in place, and millions of people lose their homes, Millions of businesses never, ever, ever uh, get to be uh, alive. I mean, going to die and never be rebuilt. Or we can put one foot in front of the other and take care of those that are most susceptible. The weak of the immune system, the elderly. Can you play that last clip or is it, is it too close? If you can't play the last clip, that's fine. Okay, that's no problem, no problem. We'll play in the next segment where the doctor actually goes through that about what this is. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. back.
4: details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
7: Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains.
6: If you're a teacher or frontline medical worker in these difficult times, Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains says thank you. To show their appreciation, Paul Bunyan Plumbing is giving you a complimentary membership into their legendary club if you're a teacher, nurse, doctor, firefighter, or on the police force. As a Paul Bunyan legendary club member, you'll save on repairs and installation with no trip fees valid on Monday through Friday appointments. For details, visit heypaul.com. That's heypaul.com.
0: With a worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, now is the time to listen to a voice of reason. No fear mongering or speculation, just straightforward talk about how to retire during unprecedented times. Get it right here, Saturday afternoons at three and Sunday afternoons at one on the Sheila Franks Financial Hour or call Sheila today at 763 763- 5455555. Investment Advisory Services offered through AE Wealth Management LLC.
10: I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive.
6: Leadership Awakening is coming to Columbia, South Carolina, May 28th through the 30th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's like it matters.
9: Said in
8: long all the time. That's because I've got a in mind. You know the world is in up, wrong. Danger zone is everywhere.
3: Hey Amen, brother Charles, Ray Charles. Everywhere. That's a great, great tunes, man. Uh, love some blues and love some Ray Charles. I am Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Today we're talking about courage because, you know, that's really what it's going to take. There's a lot of conflict, internal conflict conflict between Republicans and Democrats, conflict between those that need to go out to work and those that want to stay home and enjoy the staycation. Uh, And I understand there are people that we need to protect. Uh, Matter of fact, let's go ahead and cue up that uh, two-minute segment from Dr. Yealy, please.
4: Well, I think that uh, improving your background health is always a very good idea and protects you from any uh, infectious pathogen. There are two groups of people who really do poorly with the COVID-19 illness. Uh, You've mentioned the people who have underlying serious health conditions. A bigger group, not in size, but in, in the effect, are the elderly, particularly those who live in nursing homes. They often have comorbid illnesses. And in my own institution, in my region, three quarters of the deaths are in people who are elderly. I think a smarter way to attack this would be to improve the background health as you mentioned, and also target those who are the most vulnerable, starting with the elderly, particularly those in nursing homes. That may be easier to transition to than using broader social tools.
10: And essential surgeries in states across the country were basically shut down. I mean, it's had a devastating effect on hospitals that do have to make money to stay in business. What's been the effect at your hospital center?
4: Well, at the peak of the COVID-19 illness experience, about 70% of the surgical procedures were not being done compared to the same time previously. We've begun to ramp that back up. Uh, We continue to do not only emergency, but some essential care because elective care means it's scheduled, but it doesn't mean that it's unnecessary. You've heard stories around the country of people who delayed their care either because of their fears or their physician responding to requests to cancel anything that's not an emergency and paying the price for that. And I think that'll be one of the hidden uh, difficulties that we see that comes out of this whole experience with COVID-19.
10: And uh, Those people who perhaps even lost their lives because they didn't go in when they felt that weird pain or they needed an adjustment on their pacemaker. Dr. Yili.
3: Wow, so true. See, who's counting those deaths? You know, we all want to get this number for COVID nineteen, everybody who died from this thing, up as high as they can get it. That way, the next time this happens, and it will happen again, I guarantee you, within two years, uh, America will be shut down again. Uh, but it all depends if there's if Trump's reelected or a Democratic president. So it all depends on who that we get elected. But. There are people criticizing. I mean, remember, this whole thing was covered up because uh, the Democrats just wanted to destroy a duly elected president. Remember after the Russian hoax didn't work, then it was the Ukrainian thing, and then it was this and that. All lies, all None of it's true, but yet instead of worrying about COVID-19 when the world was paying attention to it, we were working to destroy Donald Trump 24-7 on impeachment hearings that were never going to work. And now they want to do the same thing. So the same people, they put on the uh, the impeachment thing. Now they put on this overseeing all this this funds. This is about destroying Donald Trump. And at some point, some of you that vote that way, you need to put your foot down. You need to stop this. Good people need to speak up. When good people don't speak up, bad things happen. Stop you know, it. Teddy Roosevelt put it so powerfully, so succinct. He said, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena, Mr. Trump, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, who strives valiantly. Who errs, did you hear that? Who errs and comes up short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls. Nancy Pelosi who know neither defeat nor victory. It takes courage. It takes people willing to step out when everybody wants to criticize, wants to attack. It's really easy. Here's the rule in today's world where the media is part of the Democratic Party. Remember, Joseph Goebbels said, give me the media, let me control the media. I can turn any nation into a herd of pigs. And the Democratic Party, whether you like it or not, whether you vote Democrat or not, controls the media now. And, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, you know, he's way more successful than I am. A lot of people know him, good-looking guy, tall, multimillionaire. He noticed patterns in what makes people succeed or fail. And he gave a little list, and he says to transform yourself in your life, he gives a couple things. And, again, I would not word these the same way. He and I both have NLP background, but he, he must have forgot some of his NLP training because he focused a lot on what not to do, and you're supposed to focus on what to do. But he says don't live in no man's land. You know, that place where you're not really happy, but you're not unhappy enough to do anything about it. You know, when most people, when they're not in a crisis, their their life's not panic. how they doing. They're doing good. You know, I've noticed over the years, a lot of people aren't really doing good. They call good, not bad. He says, don't passively accept what comes your way, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, it's time to put one foot in front of the other. It's t- we can go out and do two things at one time. We can take care of the elderly. We can take care of those with a, a compromised immune system. Remember the AIDS virus. People would die from colds because when the immune system is depleted, when it, that's what they mean by comorbid, there's other things going on, uh, whether age, you know, old age, whether it being diabetes or heart issues, breathing issues, you know, all those things. Don't passively accept what comes your way. Drive your life toward what you really want. He says, see, see things as they are, not worse then see it better than it is, and then make it the way you see it. He says, don't avoid failure. That's what stuns me. Uh, People are ready to attack. The Democrats, all they want to do is attack anything that doesn't work. Trump is wanting to make things work. How many millions of people are going to be dead because of suicide or depression? Right? He says, don't focus only on achievement. Extraordinary accomplishment does not guarantee joy. You must also focus on fulfillment. Decide what you'll no longer stand for and what you're committed to. He says, clarity is power. He says, take massive action. Don't just take action, take massive action. You have to be willing to do the things you don't want to do. That's what leaders do. Trust me. People are going to blame him for anybody that dies after this. The lady in Charlotte with the white, uh, the white nationalist, uh, you know, event where one person was killed, that girl was r- driven down on the sidewalk. I've heard about that death a thousand times. And yet, right about the same time, five cops died in the Black Lives Matter in Dallas. And I don't think I've ever heard their names beyond the original reporting of the event. It was never brought up again. One person's life had so much more value than five police officers' life. Why? Because something that they could beat Donald Trump over the head with. You, you've got to wake up, people, and you've got to have discernment. That's why this radio shows inspiration, education, and application. And application, what I mean, right, is the understanding, is the understanding of how the brain works. Right? let me tell you, these are articles before COVID-19. As loneliness rises among Americans, experts warn it's making many sick. This is from 2015, survey from Cigna. Nearly half of Americans report sometimes or are always feeling alone, 46%. Left out, 47%. One in four Americans rarely or never feel as though they are people who really understand them, 27%. Two in five Americans sometimes or always feel that their relationships are not meaningful, 43%, and that they are isolated from others, 43%. One in five report they rarely or never feel close to people. This was five years ago before this whole thing. Too much bad news can make you sick, researchers say. This was from 2018. Studies. More Americans are drinking themselves to death, study suggest. July 19, 2019. And how about this one? July 7, 2017. Lonely, suicide, and porn are the most Google words in the middle of the night from midnight to 3 a.m. That's from Google Data Analysis. It's incredible. There's a lot of pain, there's a lot of hurt. Long before COVID-19. And ladies and gentlemen, who's counting those deaths? Who's counting the businesses? I got, I got to give my credit to, credit to some of our graduates, the Bonners in, in California. They're opening up their gym, uh, and taking a chance. They're taking a risk. They're being attacked, being criticized. People, we got to take risks. We got to step out. We got to protect those that could be compromised. And then we got to do the right thing for not just others, but for ourselves as well. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. My goal is to help you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
8: Quarantine life, quarantine life. Friday night, toilet paper, shopping online. It's lonely inside, but we're going to survive this quarantine life.
0: An important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today.